Lekut HaSichis, Volume 20, the first Sicha on Vayetze. Title of this article, Singing in Exile. On our Pasha's verse, and he lay down in that place, referring to Jacob, our sages teach two opinions. Rabbi Yehuda said he lay here, but all 14 years that he was hidden in the house of Aver, meaning Aver's Torah Study Academy, he did not lie. Rabbi Nechemia said he lay here, but all 20 years that he stayed in Lavan's house, he did not lie. What would he recite all night? Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said the 15 songs of ascent in the book of Psalms, which is Psalms from chapter 120 to chapter 134. What is his source? A song of ascent by David. If the Lord had not been with us, let Israel now say. Israel the Elder, a title used for Jacob, whose name God changed to Israel. Rabbi, Shur, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachman said he would say the entire book of Psalms. What is the source? Another verse from Psalms, you, yet you are holy enthroned in the praises of Israel, Israel the Elder, which is again Jacob. Now, the question of what would he recite is not about what was Jacob occupied with in the house of Lavan. For the verse tells us that his occupation was with the sheep of Lavan. And it says there, with all my might, I served your father. I was in the field by day when the heat consumed me and by the frost at night and my sleep wandered from my eyes. So that's not the question what he was occupied with, but rather our sages was asking, being that Jacob was negatively affected by Lavan's house, as Rashi teaches us, that Jacob said, if he, Lavan, comes to deceive me, I too am his brother in deception, Jacob is all about truth. So you see he was affected. Hence the question of what measures did Jacob take in order to protect himself and to give himself the strength to overcome his exile. And being that the verse says the voice is the voice of Jacob and the hands are the hands of Esau. Thus the question becomes what would he recite voice of Jacob? What would he recite in prayer? To this, the Medrash answers either one opinion, the 15 songs of ascent, or the second opinion, the entire book of Tehillim, Psalms. Here comes two questions. A. While opinion two carries the logic of Jacob's not being able to do any in-depth study during Torah study, during his years of, with all my might, I served. Therefore, he turned to the recital of the book of Psalms, being that our sages teach us that one should read them, the chapters of Psalms, and labor in them, and take for them the reward, as if he is studying the, the laws of purity and impurity of skin legions and tents. However, what is the reasoning of the opinion number one of Jacob specifically saying 15 songs of ascent chapters? Why? Number two, especially so, Jacob saying these chapters is in order to be able to combat the exile. Thus, why specifically chapters of songs of ascent? In order to understand this, let us see the teaching of the Rabbi Yechayim Yosef David Azulai, known as the Chida. He says as follows, the 15 songs of ascent were said by David to correlate with the 15 years that the forefathers lived together. Now, it's simple mathematics. Abraham lived for 175 years and he, he had Isaac 
he gave uh, he, he begot Isaac at the age of a hundred. Isaac begot Jacob at the age of sixty. So one seventy five minus a hundred minus sixty equals fifteen. So thus the intent behind Jacob's saying the 15 chapters of Psalms is to evoke not only his own merit, but also the merit of Abraham and Isaac, bringing about the unity of all three patriarchal attributes of love, Abraham, fear, Isaac, compassion, Jacob. As Jacob actually said to Laban, had not the God of my father, the God of Abraham and the fear of Isaac been for me, then so you see that he, he aroused all three. But why did Jacob specifically want the attributes of Abraham and Isaac joining him in order to overcome the exile? The answer lies in the military tactic used in the seven-year war. And then I have a link here. If you go on to the PDF, um, you can look up the history of that war. Now, the way of war was that the legions of an army were divided in three, one place in the center and the other two to the right and to the left. The opposing army would do this as well, and they waged war, legion against opposing legion. Now, the tactic used to win that war after seven years was to bring all the three platoons together against one platoon of the enemy, encircling the enemy's one platoon. And through this tactic, they won over the enemy's platoon with certainty, doing this to the second and then to the third platoon of the enemy, eliminating the enemy. So too with the spiritual war against our evil inclination. We need to arouse and gather together our three emotions of love, fear, and compassion for God against one of our evil inclination emotions and win over it. And after this, to then arouse all three holy emotions against the next emotion of the other side until all are eliminated. This is what Jacob was employing with his reciting the 15 songs of ascents, evoking the 15 years of all three holy emanations, love, fear, and compassion functioning together on this world. Deep yet, the specific number 15, the numerical value of the first two of the four letters of the ineffable tetragrammaton, name of God. The letter Yud, which is the numerical value of 10, which represents the intellect of wisdom emanation. And the letter He, which numerical value is 5, which represents the intellect of understanding emanation. Now, while the latter two letters Vav and He represent the emotion emanations. So what we're saying here is that the 15 chapters is connected to the first two letters of God's name, which is connected to the intellect emanations. Now, being that the emotions are born through intellectual understanding, contemplating and concentration upon the virtues or the exaltedness of God, giving birth to either love, fear, or compassion for God, therefore the intellects are called the parents of the emotions. And the intellects also nurture and direct their emotions. This is why, in order to evoke the unity of the three primary emotion emanations of the 15 years that our forefathers lived together, the 15 value of the intellect emanation letters of God's name would need to be drawn and shining within the emotion emanations. Hence, Jacob recited the 15 songs of ascent to give him the strength to conquer the the exile of Lavan's house. Now, 
With this, we have explained opinion number two of Jacob specifically reciting the 15 songs of ascent. However, why would Jacob be choosing psalms that are songs for his experience in exile? The answer is that the descent is for the sake of an ascent. Just as the lion crouches back low in order to jump forward and high. Jacob saw the purpose of his descent, which is the ascent that will sprout forth from it. Hence, already in Laban's house of exile, Jacob recited songs of ascent. Now, being that the emphasis of a, of a novel concept is found in its opening, let us look into the opening psalm of the 15 songs of ascent, which would be chapter 120. And being that our sages teach us everything follows the conclusion, let us look into its concluding verse. So we're looking at verse 7 in chapter 120. And what does it say? I am at peace, and when I speak, they come to wage war. Meaning, regardless that he is interested in peace, nevertheless, they come to wage war with me. Spiritually speaking, they come to wage war with me relates to the concealment and the disappearance of divine revelations during the times of exile. And particularly, it's referring to the test, the interference, and the blockage in exile, which challenge us in our service to God. While on the other hand, in reciting the song of ascent, right, this verse is the last verse in the first chapter of this song of ascent, upon the they came to wage war with me, we are experiencing the mighty ascent brought about through, the war, through this war. Are we saying that we are perturbed by the I am at peace, that means I want peace, but they come to wage war, or that we are gleefully experiencing the song of ascent? So what is this chapter saying? The answer is that it is forbidden for one to intentionally place himself into a test or temptation. As the sages say in the Talmud, it became the wording of one of our prayers, and lead me not and then he goes on to list, nor into temptation. Therefore, he states, I am at, that means I want peace, to serve God in peace. And I do not want to combat with temptations and challenges. Nevertheless, because the mighty ascent made possible only through the combating with challenges, therefore God arranges that it be they which means plural, referring to the plurality of our physical realm in contrast to the spiritual worlds of unity, they come to wage war with me. And it is upon this, God's arranging, that they come to wage war with me, that he states, song of ascent, that not only will these wars not deter me, nor weaken me, but rather this war will but strengthen him. And knowing this, therefore, already in exile, it brings him to the experience of song. What is the lesson? The lesson, when one contemplates upon the present darkness of exile, to the point where Torah acknowledges one's asking, from where will my help come? That's in chapter 121. This can very well lead one to depression and hopelessness. Thus, we are taught that a Jew's descent into exile is like, and Jacob left, and he went to Haran, which was but for the sake of an ascent, so that there be the experience of, I quote to you from Ecclesiastics, wisdom has an advantage over folly, and 
as the advantage of light over darkness. Now, I just want to share with you, parenthetically speaking, what this means. Um, in the simple meaning, it means that you get to appreciate wisdom when you're facing folly. You appreciate light when you see darkness. However, in Kabbalah and Hasidus, what it means is that the greatest wisdom comes from transformed folly and the greatest light comes from transformed darkness. And that's what Jacob understood was the entire purpose of his descent into exile. Thus, already he was rejoicing over this super advantage wisdom and the advantage a light that he's going to experience. However, in order to see the ascent within and during the descent, and then to experience song from seeing this, one needs to, still while in exile, do the beginning of the verse, I shall raise my eyes to a higher contemplation and concentration upon the true existence and purpose of exile. Not that one should have joy from being in exile in order to think that or to think that exile is, befit, is a befitting place for a Jew. No, exile is folly and it is darkness. Rather, the Torah explains that a Jew in exile is as a prince who has been exiled from his father's table. And, quoting the Talmud, happy is the king who is thus praised in his house. How great is the pain of the father who exiled his children. And the prince not feeling this, thinking that exile is okay, is but a sign of how mightily dark exile has become. But nevertheless, we have to raise our eyes. And through this, I will raise my eyes of contemplating and concentrating on the purpose of exile. One then finds the answer to his, from where will help come, within the from where will help come question itself. How does that work? So, the word for from where in the verse is me'ayin, which mystically means from ayin. So, we don't have to say that ayin means, me'ayin means from where. It could also mean me'ayin from ayin will come, will my help come. Now, what is ayin? Ayin means nihilo. And in the te- nothingness, and in the teachings of Kabbalah and Hasidis, it refers to the nihilo of creatio ex nihilo. God created something from nothing. What is that nothing? That nothing, that nothingness is God who defies any parameters that we call a something. Meaning the transrational and illogical infinite light which cannot be reached by the finite capacities of rationale and logic of mankind. Therefore, it has to go through overcoming wars. It is through our victorious war against exile, we then draw this ayin to be revealed and to influence all of the order of evolution, including our realm of the physical heaven and earth. As the very verse continues, after asking, May ayin yavo ezri, from where will come my help? It goes on to say, my help is from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Meaning that we're going to bring this me'ayin into heaven and earth, and then there will be the complete revelation and peace brought about through God.